Oh, it's spooky season. We've got all your spooky traffic That's and weather. Right. <laughs> spooky traffic. I Ooh. hope we do. That's, That's right. so funny. It's such a spooky season. I don't, have you seen uh, what's happening with Cardi B and her ghost? No. <laughs> no. I feel like if I go to sleep, the ghost is going to f*** me. Because he wants me. And I'm just so disoriented because I'm so alone in this house with this ghost that clearly wants to me because he only comes around when I'm here and by myself. I can't do that at my house. Don't get excited. It's just Keith's because I'm a basic Halifax bitch. (laughs) Basic (laughs) Halifax bitch. Look at me and my white Yeti talk about basic bitch. There you go. Uh It's not a pumpkin spice latte though. Unfortunately. All right. Well, uh, we're underway. This is due to (laughs) underwhelming demand. The podcast with Dave, Rachel, and Foreman brought to you by Campbell Amusements. Yes. They're the best part of every fair. Yep. And the Rockton Fair is coming up. Rockton World's Fair. uh, This weekend, October 5th to 9th. This is the podcast uh, that at this time of year you should be thankful for. Okay. Especially when it's over. (laughs) Just. Okay. That's too bad. Just, just saying. Um, <laughs> and uh, if you've made it to the end, I mean, if you're that if you, thankful yeah. that it's done, if, if you made like, it to the end, did you be, even listen? Yeah, it's like every once a year, everyone gathers around the podcast, airs their grievances, <laughs> yeah. and, and turns right. it off before it's over. That's right. That's how it works. That's how it works. When we are coming up to, uh, you know, um, uh, spooky time of year. Spooky season. Spooky season. (laughs) This is the time of year where you'll see, you'll hear every radio host call it spooky whatever, spooky Mm. traffic and weather. It's just like on St. Patrick's Day and they all go top of the morning to ya. Mm -hmm. Yeah, now now they teach at colleges to teach the next generation how to do it properly. They do, yeah. Yeah, Now they teach. That's That's why I can't get a job teaching. I would never Uh teach that. Anyway. You'd say, avoid this at all costs. Mm -hmm. Don't be cliche. Well, when we lose those loved ones. Yeah. Yeah. This time of year. Yeah. Speaking of. Yeah. When you see a funeral service. Or an obituary, mm-hmm. or a tribute to somebody. Mm-hmm. Can they really all have been just amazing family members and upstanding citizens, and yeah. they were loved by all? Speaking of cliche, yeah, yeah, yeah. right, right, okay, yeah, no, no, they're not. I don't know why. I don't think any. Um, I think obits are just a glossed-over, rosy-viewed version of everyone's life, and then a list of who they were related to. Yes. Yeah, pretty yeah. much. And sometimes yeah. how they died, but sometimes not. You don't want to know how everybody dies. I mean, it could be explosive diarrhea. Why would you want that? Why would you want to read that? If that's okay. the reason, it had better be in the I want to know so I can avoid that. Died that too, fate. Far too yes. young of explosive diarrhea. Well, yes. how do I prevent that? That's what that's my first question. Which yeah. chain restaurant did they have dinner at? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, so you're wondering, uh, are, uh, like, can they not be a little more honest? Like this one that has caught my eye. Oh, oh it begins an, with an the phrase. Oh, bit. I am pleased to announce the passing of my father. <laughs> pleased. After suffering multiple strokes. Oh. One, thankfully leaving him unable to speak. Thankfully. <laughs> 
The abusive, narcissistic, absentee father, husband, brother, son finally kicked the bucket. Oh, oh my gosh. Ouch. Because he treated people with disdain, there will be no service. Awesome. Wow, really? And I see that they the family has chosen the person who loves him the most to write the obit. The daughter. Oh, his daughter. This is written by his daughter. Oh, this my. guy died at age 74 in BC. She's from Ontario. Oh. And the funeral home website where her father was cremated mm-hmm. removed this obituary. Really? Really? But if that's what the family wants out there, what's it to them? Yeah, she wants it to Who be cares? the truth. I, I mean, did they all get together and approve this? Like, this guy, he sounds horrible, especially if the, if they're not willing to sugarcoat anything for his obit. Yes, but how do you know? I mean, this could be a dysfunctional family uh, to begin with. And maybe maybe it's several, several kids like it. and, and one of them really hated him. Well, she goes on to say, special thank you to the staff of the Penticton Regional Hospital for putting up with this miserable human for so long. Oh, oh wow. That's <laughs> awesome. Do you know anybody that reads uh, obituaries on a daily basis? Because I do. I, I, <laughs> you know people? I, I think it's. I, I think do. once you get of a, cer- of a certain age, you start reading them. But I don't even know where to find obits now. Like, I don't get a newspaper delivered. When we used to get you the get newspaper, people would, people would go, I guess, yeah. People would go and look through the obits and just see, like, if their friends passed away, right? Like, who do I know that made it to the obits, right? Yeah. Like, that's kind of what, once you get to an age, okay, I, that's what you do. I don't see the appeal of doing that. And I'm, no. I'm certainly at the age where, you know, people are, you know, people my age die routinely. So, you know, I could. <laughs> well, not I that don't. routinely yet. I don't, I, don't choose, I don't choose to read the obituaries. However, right. somebody that I live with does. Oh really? Because I really? said there the, yes, it was up on the. I, I sat in front of the computer in the morning and I went, "Wow, the obituaries." Look, it just said the recently passed. Is like, that the oh, homepage on your I, computer? I don't know. No, she <laughs> didn't. You know, she, she forgot to uh, click off of it. Anyway, I'm, uh-huh. I'm like, "Do you read the obituaries?" Yeah, sometimes. And I said, "Why?" I don't know. In case I know someone. Yeah, like, that's okay. why anyone reads them. All right. You would only or read maybe, them you know, just maybe, in case you know maybe somebody. Maybe she's, uh, you know, she's waiting to see a certain name appear there. Uh, <laughs> I hope that's. <laughs> oh my goodness! <laughs> but if you well, know somebody, you're going to find out other ways before happening to see it on the internet. Yeah. You, yeah, well, you that's true. The only you time should. I ever read an obit is if someone shares it because it's their family member yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that. Oh, people but do all it. obits are generally, uh, ev- actually literally every obit I've ever read is a glowing review of that person's life. Mm-hmm. Like it's a, this person was a great person. There was, a, And they can't all be that great. They can't be that great. Like, not everybody's a good person. It'll be like something, it'll say something like, well, they had a few run-ins with the law, but overall, they were great. <laughs> like, uh, really? Yeah, Are they yeah, that yeah, great yeah, yeah. if they have yeah, that yeah. many run-ins? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really? Yeah, I don't think yeah. so. I mean, I think that, you know, and that's the that's the whole point. How do you want to be remembered? Do you read the obituaries? I think, seriously, if you want to be remembered a certain way, if you want a sense of humor in, in whatever anybody sees about you, then you should prepare that. Or yeah. like prepare your or, own obit, or or maybe I've maybe I've come up with maybe I've created a job for myself. Uh, I can write your obituary for you. Give me a few things, oh, yes, and I'll you craft, should write living obits. I could write I could craft yes. a really fun 
obituary for There's you. There's your so side that, hustle, Dave. This is, yeah. I mean, I could do that. Yes. I, mean, I, I would enjoy that. you got a business. That. I would just tell me what? if you People think have living my... funerals. Yes. I you could, could have that. a living obits But I think, I think we should start doing that instead of that old way. I mean, I, I agree with you, Rachel. Not everybody. Yeah, literally, I don't want the... literally, no one is that nice except no. uh, Mother Teresa. I can't right. really find <laughs> any fault there. Right. Um, but yeah, I, th- I, th- I think that's what you need. People I think aren't you... that great. Yeah. Like, I don't, she says, I don't think that he would even care about her dad. Honestly, that's just the type of person he was. So, you know what? If Dave's not going to write your obituary, I want this woman to do it for yeah, me. Yeah, she's pretty good. <laughs> I want that she one. She writes a good nasty one anyway. I mean, if, if you're that person and, I mean, people that are that way, Mm-hmm. Don't really care what their obituary That's says. That's true. Trust they don't me. care. If they you want to have care. a nice obit, you better start being nice now. You yeah. got to so do it yourself. People will do that for you. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah you got to look like, after live yourself. That way. Yeah. Otherwise, I mean, do you really care what it says anyway? Because you're, you're not going to be around to proofread it. I know. Around to proofread it. Like one time, I asked my mom. We were t- we were at a funeral, and I was like, "Well, what do you want for your funeral?" She said something, and I was oh, like, that's well, nice. Is this what you, you want? I don't know. Well, I need to know eventually. Well, she's like, "Since we're at a funeral, you want me to say <laughs> yeah, it yours? Yeah. What do you uh, What are you well, thinking, Mom? We're somehow thinking. Yeah. We're somehow yeah. talking about. Well, it. Mom, yeah. aren't you next? Yeah. I mean, hey, <laughs> no, Mom, do you, you want us to do it like that when you die? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Time's a ticking. And yeah. she was like, "I don't care what you do. I'm going to be dead." Like uh. she's like, "I don't care what happens. I'm going to not be here. So what yeah. do I care? Right? That's not for you. Is. It's for me. And if yeah. the obituary is for me and the entertainment factor yeah. is supposed to be me as the reader, that's yeah, right. letters. Then let her say what she wants. Just see it up why a they bit. censored that. Don't yeah. take yeah. it down. If no. that's what the family mm-hmm. wants out there, then so whatever. You, yeah, either be brutally honest or make everything up. Yeah, whatever. Make you, it and up. If, and I want would. mine to be made up. Okay, that's well, a good. I, I like that. Actually. How much money do you have? I'm, uh, <laughs> I am here and I can I do to it. Buy it from Dave. Yeah, first. I can. I can do it. <laughs> Just put obit in the subject line to Dave Rachel Foreman at gmail.com. <laughs> I'll create it for you. <laughs> This is Due to Underwhelming Demand, the podcast that's brought to you by Campbell Amusements and also by Murphy Bus Lines, who've been serving Southwestern Ontario since 1946. That's a long Mm -hmm. time. I went to school on the Murphy Bus Lines. Did you? Yes, when I was growing up. Did you? Were you a model uh, bus rider? Uh, Yes, I think so. Uh Model Uh bus rider. Uh That's right. Not, Not. It was a busy bus, though. Uh-huh. I only got in trouble just a few handful of three, four, or six, eight I times. actually yeah. did get in trouble when I was in grade like five or six. I recall when we were all kids and you realized that that giant box they put at the front of the bus that was supposedly a camera. And when yes. we all realized it's not a camera, yeah. well, then the behavior really went downhill. Yeah. But then they would tell us, oh, no, we switch the cameras around every so often so you don't know if your bus has it or not. So we were like, oh, we better be good. Well, look, (laughs) by the way, murphybus.ca, that's the Mm -hmm. website. And they're hiring. They're hiring. Yeah, they're looking for bus drivers, uh, which they say is a great job for young mothers, maybe retirees. Or if you just want like a part-time job, you get weekends off, holidays, summers. You're only working the school schedule, which is pretty sweet, Mm -hmm. uh, twice a day. They got part-time jobs available. If you don't have your bus license, they'll train you. They'll help you get your bus license. They'll train you on how to drive the bus. um, And then you can 
have at it. You know, uh, Murphy Boss Lines, by the way, family owned and operated. They have over 300 drivers in southwestern Ontario. Yeah. Uh, you can count yourself as one of them. All They're you have to do people. is fill out an application online and tell them Rob Murphy sent you. The Rob Murphy. The Rob Murphy. Wow. Rob Murphy taught me to drive a school bus. No way. Uh, only in a parking lot, mind okay. you. That's safer. For Imagine the world that and it was him. Dave, the bus driver, driving oh Rachel God. to school. Well, I you couldn't know. Ima- if Dave was a bus, you could be a bus driver now because you're retired. I'm just without work at the moment, Rachel. Not necessarily retired. Oh, okay. I am without you're, work. I see. Right. Yeah. Okay. You're between jobs. I'm Oppor- between, you're between opportunities. Between opportunities. Yes. Until I'm looking that at first writing obit obits. request comes yeah, in. Yes. I'm <laughs> looking at writing obits for people. So. <laughs> right. But anyway. If Starting a new business, yeah. writing obits. But Rob did teach me how to uh, drive a school bus and very quickly because Rob drives okay. a school bus. Yes. He can drive one. Anybody can. Well, if they're going to do all the training and do all the assistance to get you the bus license, then mm-hmm. yeah, just go to murphybus.ca and then you can just be one of these 300 bus drivers working the best hours available. Yeah, yeah you got nothing to lose. Yeah, or uh, and, uh, you know, you're know, you listening to a podcast, you might be driving, you can't write this down, but I'll give it to you anyway. You can call this number 1-877-289-6500. Just wind it back a few times when you get home if you're really interested <laughs> and you'll get that phone number so we don't do it a whole lot of times. That's right. It's or just idea. murphybus.ca. This is Due to Underwhelming Demand, the podcast where Dave, Rachel, and Foreman podcast brought to you by Campbell Amusements. Uh, and this uh, is the podcast that would be asked to bring a pickle tray to Thanksgiving dinner. Pretty sure. <laughs> oh, this shit again. The most incompetent one. <laughs> That's right. That's us. No, well, pickle trays. That's one, our podcast. One step up from bring the buns. buns. The buns. Yeah, if you're the asked buns. to bring the buns. Oh, like, I brought napkins. I got napkins. Yeah. <laughs> Can you get the plate? Even the plates and cutlery and stuff, that requires a little more organization and that and that's above the buns. And I, the uh, I can recall many discussions that uh, the three of us had on the air over uh, the years that we were on a radio station together, but that mm-hmm. was one of my favorites. Absolutely. Yes. If you're asked to bring favorite. the pickle tray, yeah, if you're asked to bring nobody, the tray, do you nobody trusts what you. you're actually right. going to be able to bring. <laughs> yep. You know what that means, yep. don't you? Yeah. What, what are you bringing? Just get a few jars of pickles I, and olives. Yeah, I'm doing the mashed potatoes. I'm doing the salad. I'm uh, doing a casserole. Yeah, I'm doing the pickle tray. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh, I got the anyway, buns. Anyway, speaking of food. And I was voted most likely to segue. You when were, I was in, yes. In I was going to say that's in, quite. In radio, that was quite in radio good. Radio schools. Speaking Bravo. Of, speaking of food. Yes. Most um, likely to segue. Do you know someone who's a picky, difficult eater? And by yes. that, I mean yes. Here's Besides I mean. our children. Yeah. Well, no. I want to. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk about adults. We could go to the oh, children adults. aspect of it. At some point in this discussion, because I've I have a couple of theories here, okay. and this all really um, <clears throat> came to me, or having this discussion came to me uh, at a uh, dinner that we uh, were at, mm-hmm. and we get invited to uh, because we were mug club members at Anderson Craft Ales. Yeah, um, and there I'm, I'm not getting paid anything to say that. I wish I was. 
Um, <laughs> so you should sell a sponsorship to them. That's Dave. right. Yes. Anyway, if, you, uh, if they want to give me pay me in beer, I'll gladly say it. That's right. <laughs> anyway, uh, we get invited as mug club. So here's what the deal is: you get a mug, you get a mug, yeah. you pay some money, you get a mug, and you get four um, meals and beer uh, in the year that you're a mug club member and you get your beer served to you in the mug whenever you go to the brewery or whatever. And so the, uh, so and it's a nice like ceramic handmade mug, right? Oh yeah. Beautiful handmade yeah, it's mug. It's not just any old. And you get, uh, so they have seasonal beers. There's one that just came out in the fall. Another one comes out in the winter, in the spring and in the summer. And then you have a meal where they have, they have their own, um, and by the way, it's a great place to go and eat. And I'm not being paid to say that either, but they have their own kitchen and their own chef and uh, they usually will do something that kind of goes with the beer, the seasonal beer that you're having. Okay. So we were recently invited for the launch of the Autumn Fall Beer, which is a typical uh, German Marzen, which is an Oktoberfest style ah, beer. Ah, okay. lovely. Uh, for anybody that knows beer. And uh, Anderson makes a good one. And so the chef prepared. So the chef comes out. So we go to this thing. and then, But they the, haven't bought a sponsorship. So. No, they haven't bought. But the guy that, the guy that brews <laughs> the beer. Tell us more, comes, David. <laughs> the guy that brews the beer comes out, tells you a little bit about the beer. Then the chef yeah. comes out and tells you about the pairing, the food pairing that you're about uh, to be served. Mm-hmm. And so okay. the food pairing was a uh, mushroom risotto with mm. chicken. And the mushroom risotto, okay. I believe, was flavor. Anyway, it was um, really, really good. And we were sitting with a group of people. <laughs> this is okay, yes. We were sitting Why with a group of people. Why are you laughing people. for me? I'm we're sitting like, with a group of people. Does the story have a point? Yes. Or is this another <laughs> ad that you get money for and no, we don't? I don't get nothing. Yeah, I get like nothing for this. Nothing. I get nothing I'm going to have a conversation <laughs> with Rob Murphy after this. Yeah. <laughs> I get nothing for this at all. Uh, so I... Uh, we're enjoying it. Like, it was really good. The food was good. The risotto was good. The chicken was good. But there were two guys sitting with us at the table. There was a group of us. I think we're, there were five of us. All right. And two of the guys were picking away. Uh-oh. They didn't like their, it. They're picky. Their food. Okay. It's, I think they ate the chicken, mm-hmm. but they weren't really fussy on the mushroom mm, risotto. Yeah. Which you know. mushroom risotto is not my favorite. There are other risottos that I I like lo- I like and better. Now we have reached the point of my story. Okay, ding ding ding. <laughs> oh, good, it's over. That was a long wind up. <laughs> Do you know someone who's a picky eater? Like, why mm-hmm. would you sign yourself up for something that's going to give you probably four times a year food you don't like? Good point. Yeah, and that's why? True. Why? Because they're going to have like uh, unique dishes yes, right, that go with the beers that complement the beer true. stuff you're not going to make at home yourself. Exactly. Oh yeah. yeah. And it's always look. And again, I don't get paid. It's good if yes. you broaden your mind mm-hmm. and just allow yourself to try something maybe a little different. Which you think yeah. you would do. And Rachel, you saying that mushroom risotto was not your favorite, but if you were in that situation, you're still going to eat it. Oh yeah, I would so you're, it. We're not yeah. going to pick all the mushrooms yeah. off. Well, maybe it's a different, yeah. maybe they made it a different way. I don't know. It's, I'm yeah. sure it's delicious. It's right. just not okay. my okay. Well, that's flavor what, this of is choice. What, this is what that. I wonder. So uh, one of the guys that was with us is, a. Uh, we knew that he was pretty Picky. much, yeah, he's a hot dog guy. Okay. That tells you, that tells yeah. you everything. <laughs> like, tells I know you. lots of kids who are picky. Mine are okay, because we, um, at our house, we do say to the kids, 
you have to try it. You have to try a bite. And you and we say that we're a family of triers. So uh-huh. we try things, right? Okay. So we kind of put that on them. Um, so they do try things. But again, if they could have chicken nuggets every day, they would, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's their... And, but there are some friends that come over and they will not eat anything. Like it's some of them are hard to find. Yeah, meals well, I believe it's it's if rooted. They're staying over. It is rooted. But in, they're kids. Uh, well, I think it's rooted when you're a child, but then it sticks with you. That's what mm. I think. I think somewhere along the line you go, well, I don't, I don't like eggs. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I don't like beans. I don't like and 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 I think it's a mindset too because I think uh, you know as I was growing up I was like I don't I didn't like rice when I was a kid I didn't but now I like it or I didn't like you know certain things and then you and then you grow to like it so eventually at some point you're like well maybe everybody else likes it maybe I should try it maybe I I should should try try it again maybe I should broaden my stubborn mindset and you don't change your mind, then, yeah. You need a reason to change your mind. I think that's what I found out. Yeah. Where stuff like, I never, I hated peas and beans as a kid. Right. Mm. But if I want my children to eat it, then I gotta, daddy's gotta suck it up and say, "Mm, these are really good. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And if you're like somebody, say, my sister, bless her heart, still in her 40s now refuses to eat olives if you yeah. order pizza you uh, have okay. to get like oh only half olives i won't eat olives either but it's olives because on a, grow up i won't eat yeah, them yeah olives are a, it's a lot of people don't like but i i know people just who try them they're good them. some people are very picky and then that leads yeah. me to you know where all of these people go to eat where do they go dave the keg <laughs> that's where all that's where they all go just that's where but people, i'm at the keg and I i'm know. not that picky yeah yeah you are you're picky no, i'm not yeah you like your bland you like you like oh i'll uh, you know i'll have a good steak mm-hmm. yeah so i i have to tell you guys that i <laughs> <laughs> and i hate telling you this i've had a bit of a revelation about the keg What's that? Should because I we recently... fill my mouth with beer and then await what you say after? So we sure. can spit can, it out. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, don't ruin your mic. I uh, <laughs> We recently went to Chop a couple times, which is in Let's a Steakhouse here in London. That's another place where, uh, you know, yes. picky eaters go. Yes, I've seen there's Chops in every well, city now. I can tell you that Chop is better than the keg. Oh. Well, and shut- how do we... How do we know that? Shut my mouth, eh? Yeah, that's right. Shut the yeah. front door. Yeah. Uh, the flavors are better. It's seasoned better. Things are just, they just, they're flavored better. Uh-huh. Methinks their gift cards may be more plentiful as well. <laughs> <laughs> doth he nail it? He doth. This is due to underwhelming demand. <laughs> that is. was underwhelming. I know that sure, was very sure underwhelming. Uh, with Dave, Rachel, and Foreman, it's brought to you, brought to you by Campbell Amusements. Yes, they've got uh, over 50 years of family fun that they've been offering at all of the carnivals uh, across Ontario, New Brunswick, PEI, Nova Scotia, Quebec. Mm-hmm. They do all of the kind of eastern Canada. And they're here in this area. They just did the Elderton Fair. The last one they have is the Rockton World's Fair this weekend, October 5th to 9th. I'm yeah. curious about the Rockton World's Fair. I might have mm. to go because... I want to know how it became a World's Fair. I'm I'm intrigued, and I want to go. I don't know, actually. 
I've never yeah. I've never been to the Rockton Fair, Rockton Fair, but mm. Ilderton is my fave, as you know. Mm. Well, this might speak to not only the Rockton World's Fair, but also to the history of Camel Amusements being at all these fairs. Is yes. We did get a message from John saying that he grew up in Dundas, mm. and all, every year his parents would give him the choice to either go to the Ticats Argos game or Thanksgiving Monday, go to the Rockton World's Fair, and the fair won out almost always. It's a oh. top-notch fall fair. Wow. Oh. So for you, Rachel, when you're at the Yilderton Fair, which mm-hmm. uh, what what will you get on? Uh, I like to go on. We do the carousel a lot because Kendall loves the carousel. Oh, okay. Um, the Ferris wheel is is good too. Uh-huh. Uh, but the kids do a lot of the little kid rides. But then Julia and I always do the little roller coaster they have. Oh, always. okay. What about That's you? That's probably and, my favorite. What about you and Jeremy? Which one uh, do you? Jeremy guys? loves the scrambler, so we end up going on that. And he always makes me sit on the outside, so I'm the one that gets squished, which pisses me off because I forget every year which which person gets squished. And it's <laughs> the one on me. the outside. Yeah, the one on the outside. <laughs> How do you not know that every year too? Yeah, well, uh, now I do, okay. so I learned my All lesson. Right. Yeah. Well, and that's why they call it family fun for family generations. Fun. Yes, mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, that's right. If you're going to the Rockton Fair, by the way, yeah. uh, and you want some early bird tickets or cheaper wristbands or ticket prices, you can go to CampbellAmusements.com where they have early bird prices. So check that out before you go to the Rockton World's Fair, which is this weekend. This is due to underwhelming demand, which I'm having trouble saying, or spitting out <laughs> for some reason, uh, the podcast. And we are Dave, Rachel, and Foreman. This prod- uh, podcast is brought to you by <laughs> Campbell Amusements, and it's the podcast that is almost, but not quite, as much fun as stuffing a turkey. <laughs> is that fun? Have you ever done that, Dave? Uh, no, we don't stuff our turkeys. <laughs> we don't. And I'm because anything that gets stuffed in a turkey has to be removed. And I don't want to do that either. So. <laughs> well, you have to remove some things first. Mm-hmm. Jeremy stuffs all the turkeys at our house. Uh, so he, do I. He cooks all the turkeys. Good. Every year, I think I'm going to let it thaw for an extra day longer so it's <laughs> not still frozen when I need to stuff it. Yeah. And every year, it's worst. still fucking worst. frozen well yeah. it's the worst you know, yeah. that's why we decided a long time ago we're gonna you know what we stuff it with like an onion and uh, maybe uh, a few other uh, maybe some oh, garlic no. jeremy has an amazing uh, stuffing recipe yeah. that's his family recipe it's so i didn't even I like stuffing until i had his mom's look, stuffing you're not going to convince me ever ever and i and i live with the it was my mom used to do it for years and all of that stuff oh but you're no, never going to convince me that stuffing which is something that you jam Ham up uh, a turkey's ass and then yeah. and then pull it out is something that I want to eat. Yes, so we, it's delicious. No, we yes, it is. we so we good. do we do what's known as um, the stuffing in the oven. <laughs> you just you did, Ooh, yeah, no, yeah, no. It's my good. mom used to make it in a crock pot, and that was disgusting. Well, no, not in a you need it. So you need it in the turkey. No, yeah. no, you don't. Yeah, you need no, it in the turkey not. so it's not soggy. No, and it's you like don't. all you need to do is uh, boil that stovetop stuffing for like a minute, and then you put that in the turkey. Okay, Ew. whatever. But I'm not doing yeah, it. No, anyway. I, got a, I got a good stuffing recipe for you. I'm gonna give you it to you before it. Christmas. No, this is gonna save you a lot of time. I'm not. I'm not eating anything that comes out that way. 
What's just wrong not, with I'm you? It's delicious. I'm not doing it. Okay. All right. No, that's anyway. not the point. What? Where? Uh, what are we doing here? We got fun fact. Usually factual, occasionally fun. Maybe we should I haven't keep, done that for a while. Maybe we should keep talking about stuffing. Yeah. <laughs> We've well, already done better? one really fun fact, so very <laughs> on brand. <laughs> okay, I don't have any facts about um, turkeys, unfortunately. Well, you should um, have. Why is this I, not the Thanksgiving you, edition? Don't you Sorry. know what time of year this I is? I know. I just don't I don't have the turkey fun facts uh, today. Okay. All right. uh, but I got a few other things. Um, did you know that the first copy of Rolling Stone magazine, the very first copy they ever put out, mm-hmm. came with a free roach clip I to was hold just, your joint? I was just going to say that. <laughs> oh, you knew that. Yes, I knew that fun fact. Can't it, stump Dave. No, and it's not really that fun. It's just a well, fact. That's interesting. Yeah, it's that's just kind a, of fun. It makes <laughs> reading it more fun after that's you use right. it. It's, it's a quirky fact, but yeah. I don't know how fun it is. That's fun. There's All lots right. of facts that are less fun than that, I'll it's tell you. Lo- and I've weeded those out. You're uh, welcome. Oh, okay. Well, all right, um, right. You're usually a good judge of that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really hate you guys. I don't even know why I do this. Okay, Bill Nye, the science guy, as you know, because we we know and we love him. Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah. He has six honorary doctorate degrees, as he should. I feel like. Does Good he have any actual doctorate degrees? I don't know. I like Bill Nye. Yeah, I like. Do him. you know he was on Dancing with the Stars? Fun yeah, fact. I think I did know that. Yeah. That's, How was that fun? That's I don't not know. funner it's, than mine. I think it is. No, he it's has, not. He's got five doctorates. Oh, and by the way, he was on Dancing with the Stars. Which one's more fun? Okay, fine. <laughs> God. Okay, couple of Nintendo facts because the Mario <laughs> Brothers movie was out. It, what last? Moving right along. What do you mean the Mario Brothers movie was out? <laughs> Out in April. In the summertime. Are you just yeah. getting to that? Yes, I'm getting to that. Now. Have you heard we about... We haven't there's... done fun facts in a long time, David. Rachel, your oh, kids geez. are going to love this. I heard there's a new movie coming out about sisters who are princesses, and yep. one of them freezes stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a musical. I hope you have fun facts to contribute to this. Okay, go. Okay, um, well, according to Nintendo, Wario, you know, Wario... Is not Mario's evil twin because we thought that he was right. He's not there. He's not his evil twin. They were actually childhood friends until Wario became jealous of Mario's good looks and advanced plumbing skills. Ah, uh, now does, they're enemies. Oh, oh, well, that's fun. Does mm-hmm. Wario have uh, five doctorates? <laughs> no, no. But Waluigi was on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> there you go. Rachel's now it's getting fun. Okay, remember when we were kids and you had to blow into the Nintendo cartridge to get it to play because yes. it wasn't playing? Do you, like, not only is this not seasonal, what year do you think this is, just generally? <laughs> what, what is happening? I, okay. Anyway, contrary to popular belief, uh, blowing into the Nintendo game cartridges didn't fix them by removing dust. Just removing and reinserting it was what actually increased the chance of a good connection. So blowing it, all those years we spent into the cartridge, didn't matter. Fine. 
That's, All right, next that's one. That's actually not a bad fun fact. I actually kind that's of enjoyed the one that. you like. Yes, right? yes. That one. How was that something? That's there was fun. something slightly fun about that. All that blowing didn't do you any good. I but like I, the Bill But Nye I'm fact. reminded. I remember. I think that's great for him. I remember working in in, in the radio business. We, we have engineers, by the way, because they're the ones that keep us on the radio. Yes. If we're not, we don't have an engineer, we don't know what we don't know how we don't we, know how to fix we it. don't know how we get out there for you to hear us. Mm-hmm. They do, mm-hmm. and uh, we once had a microphone that was malfunctioning so we told the engineer and he came in and this was at a 92.7 and he came in and he unplugged the microphone which you'll love this Mormon and banged it on his pants <laughs> yeah and then put it back in and it worked yeah it did <laughs> and that's a fun fact well at least you guys both think it's the same year during this bit All right, uh, a couple more left here. Uh, Did you know that 51% of Americans use subtitles all or most of the time when watching TV shows and movies? Including me. I do it all the time. Why do you not understand what you're watching? (laughs) No, I just... Once you turn on the subtitles, do you not watch with subtitles? No. 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 Ever? No, it's distracting. Only when they're on there in like a... If it's like an Instagram video and they're already on there and you can't turn them off, I will still have the sound on, but I will read the subtitles like some sort of idiot. Yeah, I don't need them to be there. I find it distracting. I use it because like if someone's like our kitchen's right there, if somebody, the kids are making noise or something like that, I can still, I still know what's going on. I don't miss anything. How the tables have turned. Yeah. When you used to get up at 4 a.m. and fire up the blender and wake everyone else up. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, well, well. Well, well, well. Nobody woke up when I did that. They all slept through it. turkeys have come home to be stuffed. The turkeys. (laughs) (laughs) Stuffed. (laughs) Okay. Last one. Uh Uh, After seeing the governor offer a $500 bounty for his arrest, pirate Jean Lafitte, 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 retaliated. We don't know. He's a pirate. Uh-huh. He retaliated by offering a $1,500 reward for the capture of the governor. Oh. You want to capture me? I want to capture you for three times the amount. Huh. I don't think that's, that's funny, guys. That I, one's a good one. I don't think that's good business, though, Rachel. I just really don't Why? see. Well, if you're a pirate, who cares? Well, no, but you're, it's costing you money. I mean, I think I would yeah. rather capture myself and get the $500. <laughs> That's and not then, even fun for kidnappers yeah, because they rough. both get captured and then nobody gets paid. Yes, exactly. No, the pirate <laughs> captures the governor and then he gets he has to pay out, but then he can continue being a pirate, which makes him more money. Uh-huh. Okay, that I can't with you guys. I know. That's it. I that was it for I'm done. I'm done now. <laughs> well, we've really, been I, preparing you for 48 episodes now to be underwhelmed. <laughs> Okay, won't do fun facts again. This is Due to Underwhelming Demand, the podcast with Dave, Rachel, and Foreman, brought to you by Campbell Amusements. Thank you, Campbell Amusements, for believing in us. And uh, don't forget about the Rockton World's Fair. Yeah, all this weekend for Thanksgiving. The uh, rides start Thursday, 5 p.m. They go right through till Thanksgiving Monday. And if you go to CampbellAmusements.com, 
you can get wristbands, but they also have family four, five, and six packs of Ooh. ride all day wristbands you can pre-purchase. Oh, Walk good. right in and start oh. riding. What, now, what do you think's Perfect. better uh, in this case? Would you go? Would you do dinner after the Rockton? You know, like your Thanksgiving dinner after the fair? Or yeah, I wouldn't eat beforehand. The, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> no, you don't want right. to eat just dinner ask, and then go just, to the go on the rides. I'm just a curious guy, you know. You know yeah. me. No, you have to eat, <laughs> well, eat what's, afterwards. What's you that can't in your bag? Before. What do you got? What do you got in the bag, Rachel? What's that in your bag? I'm a curious guy. It's a drumstick. Yeah, I ask questions. <laughs> Okay, and uh, also a shout out to our other sponsor this week, and that's Murphy Bus Lines. Thank you, Murphy mm-hmm. Bus Lines, Thank for you. Um, uh, being part of uh, due to underwhelming demand. They're looking for drivers. Uh, they'll train you to drive, and they'll help you get your license. We what love it when you're a part of the show. I know yeah. you love to be a part of the show too, because sure. I've heard back from people who are like, "Thank even friends of mine who have commented, and we've read their comments. They're like, "Thanks for including me. Oh, that was good. awesome. Good, good." good. So uh, you can email us anytime. Dave Rachel Foreman at gmail.com is our email. There's no E in Foreman. Dave no. Rachel Foreman at gmail.com or message us on Instagram, uh, Facebook, wherever. YouTube. We're on YouTube as well. All of our um, podcasts are video podcasts on YouTube. Uh, last time we talked about your first car, because uh, Charlotte, your daughter, Dave, got her license. Mm-hmm. She's got a car that she's driving around. So right. we were talking about what was your first car and when did you get your license? Ellen says, I failed my license on my first try at 16 and then friends had theirs. So I didn't get my license till I was 19. Guess she didn't need it. Wow. First car was a 1970s AMC Hornet four-door sedan, sky blue. Wow. Right. That's... Whoa. Uh, Laura says she was 16 when she got her license. First car at 19. It was an 89 Dodge Shadow two-door sport. If you were driving around as a teenager in a sport vehicle, how cool were you? (laughs) Because I had a boat of a sedan. Well, not very cool because no one could ride in it with you if you only had two seats. Yeah. No, but you'd have the seats in the back, but then you got to cram back in there. No, yeah, I could fit everybody you, in mine. You yeah, you were cool. Oh were yeah, I, could, I was driving the bus. Yeah. I could yeah. drive for Murphy. I could drive anything. Yeah. Tammy said her she failed her first attempt at age 27. Oh, really? 27? That's late. Yeah, got on her second try. Her first car was purchased for me from my boyfriend at the time, and now and now he's my husband, Louis. It was a Ford Escort, which he bought for $500. Oh wow! That sounds exactly appropriate. Exactly what you would think. <laughs> for your first car. Uh, mm-hmm. Janice says, well, the first car I drove was a Montcalm Meteor. Probably the same style as Rachel. We could have had 10 people in the car. I could have had 10, but without seatbelts. I could have six with seatbelts. 10 probably without seatbelts. Ah, okay. Right. Fairly comfortably. Yeah. Nobody needs that. No. Yeah. yeah. And not safe. Right. Not safe. Well, no, we didn't do that. Just mm-hmm. could exactly. do that. Right. Uh, there's another yeah. message we got this week that says... We're implementing restrictions on your ability to share your account or login credentials outside of your household. Oh, sorry. That was just Disney sent that to me about Rachel. Yeah. <laughs> I knew Rachel was busted. What? You're <laughs> busted. Busted. Crave hasn't shut down yet. You're lucky yeah. for Yeah. Hopefully nobody shuts that down because mm-hmm. then what am I going to do? We're <laughs> trading. That's the one I use the least. Actually, that and Amazon Prime. Amazon's going to start adding in commercials unless yeah, you start Amazon's paying more. Adding, yeah, unless you want to like pay I'm a little bit more. Like, I'm already paying for Prime. That's supposed to come with it. No. No, no yeah, you get what you're getting, but they're for... just going to give you commercials at that same oh, price. That's right. God. You're still going to get it. But... I give Jeff Bezos enough money. <laughs> 
Now that's a fun fact. <laughs> not for me, it's not. It is for Jeff. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Build another penis rocket. 